Hello everyone, it's Ramante and you're listening to Agile Focal Bay or Agile Talks. And today I have my dear friend and colleague Anna, who is working as a tribe lead with multiple teams, leading them towards an amazing Agile journey. Yeah, hi. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Uh, happy to have you here. As working as tribe leads or team coaches, our daily work consists of lots of looking back, retrospectives, because that's agile at heart. And uh, today we wanted to do a special spin on that and talk about regrets and how regretting something is in a way very agile. So let's maybe kick this off by starting with a definition of uh, what is regret. Anna, do you want to share your opinion on that? Sure. So maybe we can also add the fact that this idea that we present are from the book of um, Daniel Pink that uh, I stumbled upon recently. And I really like the idea of um, he how he defined regretting something because it's um, something very human and you need human capabilities and uh, cognition um, capabilities to do this. Yeah, so in this word, something that you regret is something that happened in the past or that did not happen in the past that you did or did not, where you had control over something and you chose the wrong exit, so to say. From a, today's perspective, you would have done um, done it the other way around. Yeah, I really yeah. like um, this notion that regret is one of the most powerful emotions. Because in a way, it is like it can control our minds. We can get stuck uh, thinking uh, and try to regret something we, we didn't do or we didn't take the opportunity that was at hand. So it's really is like so powerful and it's so taking us in on that and it was quite interesting and uh, the research that you mentioned done by by daniel pink um, i think he did that like with uh, lots of people he analyzed so many regrets like 16 or 17,000, something like that and multiple countries all over the world and i think he managed to combine those regrets uh, in four areas I think um, it was what foundational regrets, uh, boldness regrets, connection regrets, and then uh, moral regrets. Um, yeah. yeah, maybe maybe we could go a little bit and just try to cover, or at least like those differences. Um, the very first one, uh, I think it's like uh, foundational regrets, and that's um, something what you didn't do in the past it's something coming from your core let's say uh, i didn't uh, i didn't work enough i didn't get the job and you're regretting that or you didn't finish school and you dropped out yeah second category would be connection regrets that is usually related to um something that happens in relationships with other people so you regret that you, for example, reached out or did uh, did not reach out. For example, when it comes to friendship, um, but also working field, 
what I would like to add, um, what my biggest surprise was that people from all over the world regret the same things. That's, uh, I think we're, we always think of us to be very, very different in different uh, countries and languages, cultures, stuff like that. But it all comes down to these four categories. Yeah, that's that's very interesting. I like I liked how he managed to categorize them like in in, in four different types. So like going from uh, connection regrets, uh, the next one would be boldness re regret, uh, where we didn't do something because probably we didn't feel it right. Maybe we're shy a bit. It's just something what you didn't you didn't do and didn't feel. Uh, to do at that time so it's basically something you regret because you lost uh, an opportunity there and uh, the next one is moral regrets which is uh, a regret where you are regretting that you did something maybe you called someone and not a very nice name or you stole some strawberries <laughs> from someone when you were a child yeah i think those are that the ones that hurt the most because it's so far in the, um, in the past and people regret like having stolen something from the store at the age of five or something. And yeah, when we talked about the topic, we discovered that when it comes to work-related topics or agile topics, the most important categories are boldness regrets and connection regrets because the other ones are... Yeah, as I mentioned, very mostly likely related to something that is very far in the past. And it's not so easy to change anything about it. And when it comes to connection regrets and boldness regrets, at least it's possible to change something here on a short notice. Yeah, like I was I was making the same connection that those are pretty much the only ones uh, we could be really working with teams. We can't really be, I guess, talking unless we have like a very high performing team where we okay to talk about our very deep rooted regrets. Then, yeah, maybe we could be covering foundational and moral. But I think the most popular ones would be connection regrets and, and, and boldness. I quite like uh, how uh, it can be connected to talk about re uh, regrets and to actually connect that with uh, retrospectives. Because in retrospectives, what did we talk about? We talk what, what happened, uh, what we did good, what did, did we do bad. And regret is something similar. You're also looking at the past in a way, trying to analyze and understand what's there to see like what's really behind uh, that regret. So I think it's quite a good spot uh, to talk about regrets with the teams as well. You know, like another spin on looking back and trying to uh, to see like what's uh, what's out there and to use that as a lesson. Because with uh, regrets, it's very similar and it's very um, easy to do that because most likely there is something what uh, the team is already regretting. Maybe there's, you know, like some inter-team uh, communication that was missed or anything like it. Maybe you can give some examples for the categories that we just mentioned to uh, make things a bit more clear. 
for example, when you start with connection regrets. So as I said, these are related to, yeah, our relationships with other people. And in the working context, this could be everything, well, basically everything where you have to contact people, where you have to communicate, where you maybe have the feeling that communication went bad or could be optimized. Yeah, so in a, in a way, it uh, it can be also anticipating that, right? Like if uh, we working uh, in a team, we noticing that there's like some some spots where we could be missing the communication, and we just feel that we can also be anticipating that and bringing that to the team and just kind of like chatting. Okay, so what is there? Like, is it something what we later on would think could be done in any other way? Yeah, what I also like about this uh, topic here is that Daniel Pink gives us an insight what is behind these categories in terms of values or core values. And this could also help us in communicating with others or understanding what motivates other people. For example, if you think about connection regrets, value that behind lies behind that category is the need of love uh, need for love and connection so when you think about an issue that is related to communication within your team then yeah maybe the person did not speak up to a member from another team where we had a conflict um, because he was too busy or maybe he was just avoiding the conflict and um, understanding that this is not something something bad or someone avoiding the negative impact here, but just someone who is motivated by the core value of connection is something that... Um, I think can be very, very valuable when um, dealing with that person and trying to understand how to handle this issue. Yeah, definitely. And specifically with a team, right? It gives you like so much valuable background information where you can actually see like uh, missing parts what uh, the people would not necessarily mention during a retrospective, right? They wouldn't say like, oh, like uh, I'm looking or we need some connections with other teams mm. to understand mm. that or that. They might be just talking about the regret or 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 something what's, what's there. But like for us, like to know this connection with values, I think it can give really very valuable information when working with teams. Yeah, especially when people may not be even be aware of the fact that this is their motivation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so what's behind the boldness regret? Let's say like a person uh, mentions that uh, or not the person, but like the team in general mentions uh, their regrets not doing something, not uh, proceeding in that or the other way. So what's behind uh, that one? I think a typical example would be um, a team that gets overwhelmed with additional work that is maybe not only their duty, but um, yeah, well, they are too polite, too shy, whatever, to say no, and that they will end up with a lot of tasks that they cannot handle because it's just too much. And um, you could say they are not able to protect protect their boundaries. So 
they mm-hmm. did not they were not bold enough to step up and to say no that's maybe a typical example and um again um if you look at the value that is behind that boldness regret um that Daniel Pink mentioned it's um need for growth like if you have the feeling that growth is your core value then you're probably eager to accept any task that is um, given to you because you see the chance to develop to grow and to learn something from it uh but you of course you also have have to keep in mind your capacity and your boundaries Mm. You know what I also think it could show? Uh, it could also show that uh, it's not just the person values like that personal growth, like knowledge and learning. I think Tim uh, talking about these uh, boldness regrets also show how they are still there on their journey to grow as a team, how they might be lacking some parts, they might not be they're yet fully built up and understanding each other or working as a you know like as a real team like they also need to grow us as the team i think that's also quite an interesting thing what you can spot uh when there are some boldness regrets being uncovered or mentioned uh, in the team would you maybe have any examples from your teams for boldness regrets yeah sure um if it comes more to a topic where you regret um, not stepping up. It's usually something that we all know, like there is an elephant in the room and no one wants to address it. Like a team member that is not fitting or some other team dysfunctions that you discover, like no one dares to speak openly. We don't have trust. I don't know, something like that. and. In this case, um, what I found very interesting is that um, the outcome of the survey was that people regret more what they did not do um, than the stuff that they did. (laughs) And so missed opportunities is the topic here. And um, I think it is good to keep that in mind because it helps you to make a decision when you're at the point where you see, okay, should I address this or not? Um, Because the author also states that if you don't let it out, if you leave it inside, it's boiling, it's growing, and you are getting angrier and angrier, this is not healthy and this will not lead anywhere. So it is kind of related to uh, what we already know about shame and vulnerability, which is well, we have a lot of research by Brené Brown, and she already explained that the easiest way to get rid of these things is, yeah, well, address them, although it might be painful, although it might not be comfortable, and um, you will feel better afterwards. <laughs> um, and uh, I think this is also true for boldness regrets. Yeah, for sure. And you know what I like what you just uh, mentioned. So 
pretty much like uh, this look back and trying to understand what's really behind it without like you know like uh, all those emotions and everything i think this is the agile part what we were talking at the very beginning and this is exactly how regrets and regretting something connect to that part and it's just quite nice how we just made the uh, the connection there um <laughs> yeah it also brings up some some questions that will help you in, for example, retrospective, when you want to deal with regrets. So if you want to address the topic of regrets as a new tool, then, for example, um, as I just said, people regret more the things that I did not do. So from that, you could ask yourself, okay, there is a decision, and if we don't do this, Will we regret it in the future? Will we regret it tomorrow, in a week, in a year from now? And what does that mean? So will that help with the decision? Mm -hmm. I think this is a very important uh, point you're making. This is the anticipating part uh, where we as people working with the teams can actually bring them and um, chat about this, uh, what we what could actually go in the direction we didn't like do not want or it could be a missed opportunity and this is kind of like you know like uh, a second uh, type of retrospective because like in retrospective we just kind of like look uh, back what already happened but here us anticipating something is doing like what an uh, anticipative in a way i really like that that word um yes and i think this um shows us what is important here that we have the possibility to get unstuck when we think in this way like we don't focus on you know when we talk about retrospectives we usually talk about things that went bad that we did and we regret doing this like um regrets of action and um if you think about this anticipation um aspect then you will always then we will also think about things that you might not have done in the past and that you maybe should have done and now it's the time to decide okay we didn't do that in the past we regret it because we see that this has a bad outcome in what case uh, whatsoever. But we know that now and we can now decide to do this in the future because we see the benefits of that. Mm, for sure. And you know what I think uh, we're missing here? Okay, so we just discovered that talking about regrets can be like an awesome tool uh, uh, for the team to grow and analyze what happened or what didn't happen. But I think for us to really be able to talk about regret is also important to have like a very strong team which is familiar with each other so they would have like psychological safety and vulnerability there. Or do you think that's not important? Yeah, for sure. This is not a beginner's topic, I would say. <laughs> So um, I think it's both the precondition and also the outcome if you use this tool. So of course you need some 
safety. You need to have some trust in your colleagues uh, to be open enough to stand in front of other people and say, I regret doing this or I regret not doing this. This is, yeah, could be very shameful if you don't have the safety, the feeling that this is not judged by others. So um, this is definitely precondition, but also this can be enforced by using regret as a tool. Like, I would say if you use it on a regular basis, you will have a good tool to um, yeah, empower your teams and to, to improve collaboration and trust and transparency. Mm -hmm. I think uh, it could definitely depend uh, on like situations where you could use something like that and like how you could... Uh, work with those regrets um, for example if something uh, bad has happened in the team and we really see we are regretting for that we were in a way wishing for another outcome this could be maybe a spot for us to really see like if uh, there's something there or maybe we already know like there's some opportunities we will be missing later on so that's the anticipation part so I think we not only need like a, a strong, uh, safe team or like a team who have like psychological safety, but it's also like depending on the situation where this look back from the regrets perspective would be really helpful. Uh, one uh, one good example uh, could be if uh, there is something what happened and we really regretting that or it. Or it could be that there was a missed opportunity and we're just regretting that. Um, so basically, we have that situation. And a very uh, quick ease in for the team to start thinking about regrets would be um, just a simple question. Okay, so something happened, but uh, at least something positive came out of it, right? And mm. for them to ask, like, what's, what's this at least part is, because then it will be easier for the team or the person to try to look through the more positive way at the regret, try not to be afraid of the negative part. So I, I really like uh, to kind of like go through this especially when there is some regrets topic just to ask the team okay regrets we see we have it okay at least there must be something positive out of it so like what's that mm. yeah for example when you try to find a solution um to a current issue with someone that is not in your team like a colleague that you usually don't work with and um you end up not having solved that problem, but at least now you know the person better and you have a contact person, for example, for a specific topic in the, in the future. Um, you improved collaboration, something like that. Could also be a good outcome, although you haven't fixed the original problem. Yeah, for sure, because it could be something uh, quite big for the team and not necessarily possible, but for them just to get an ease and regrets area, that's a thing. That's a good uh, tool, I think. Yeah, and you can also, yeah, if you think of this topic as a tool, then I, I think it helps you to get unstuck in times where you have, for example, a team and you 
yeah, talk about the same topics over and over again. And you have the feeling that there is no perspective that is new to this team. And thinking about the daily work from a different angle to check, okay, maybe, although it might look a bit negative, um, maybe you can start by looking at things that we regret. You will learn so much new about team and about the motivation and what is driving them. Mm. And just by simply them asking, because they might not realize uh, there's a regret in that area. Maybe not by asking, but like helping them to to anticipate or to frame that as a potential regret. Uh, we could bring some questions with that, right? Uh, for example, imagine you are uh, a doctor for um, this uh, science of regrets and try to mm. dissect the regret you have, try to connect uh, all those emotions away, all how you were just talking about the team, try to dissect that and just think about the regret there and like what's best to proceed from that situation. What's just like the clean factual information? Or maybe we could be using some questions like, for example, what would you tell your best friend to do in this case? Yeah, also just very simple. What did I learn from that regret? What would I do different in the future or what would I not do in the future what I did in the past which is kind of a basic retrospective question so <laughs> I think we came uh, full circle here yeah yeah we definitely yeah. came full, full circle here and we saw um pretty much how just talking about regrets could be in a way, a different spin-off of a retrospective because it kind of like uh, connects the personal touch of the team, right? We're touching something personal because as we mentioned before, to talk about regrets, like we need psychological safety. Uh, we need to trust our members. So it's it's quite emotional topic in a way. And to be able to talk that and to bring that with agile uh, uh, retrospectives it really gives us i would say loaded retrospective of looking back trying to anticipate some regrets with a little bit of emotional spin for mm. really strong teams to actually flourish using these tools so i guess the very last uh, question for us to uncover how we can really transform regrets to change the future uh, my answer, I guess, would be just try talking about regrets in a retrospective and see where you manage to go from there. We shot some questions what you could uh, try out. Um, but yeah, I think just try experimenting with this and trying to see like any additional spins. It was interesting how much you come up with doing, talking and uh, developing new ideas from the topic good starting point and i hope that this will work for others as well so thanks anna for chatting with me uh thanks for going into a deep dive of regrets uh thank you guys for listening and until the next episode